This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, cloudy and 54 at the KVOM studios. Today is Friday. It's the 9th of February, 2024. Rich Moller is with your KVOM Morning News Watch. A little fog out here and there. That'll be gone by 9 o'clock this morning. It's going to be a mostly cloudy sky today. It'll be a little breezy out, a high around 70. Rain moving in tonight, about a 40% chance anyway. Mostly cloudy and mild, a low of 52. 40% chance of showers through the day on Saturday with clouds a high of 61. That rain chance increases to 50% Saturday night, our low 46. And it'll be rainy on Super Bowl Sunday. Showers in the afternoon, a high around 52. Rain hanging out on Sunday night, our low 39. It'll be breezy. Monday, 30% chance of rain till noontime. Then partly sunny in the afternoon and a little more seasonal temperature-wise, a high of 49. Now, as we look toward the end of the seven-day outlook, we'll be back up into the low 60s by mid-next week. Right now, cloudy and 54 at the KVOM studios. Let's take a moment and congratulate our employee of the day. It's Jan Hewitt at Moralton High School. Obituaries this morning. Thomas Stanley Cappy Dixon, age 69 of Plummerville, died on Wednesday, February 7th. The graveside service will be this afternoon at 2.30 at Plummerville Cemetery. With his brother Skipper Dixon speaking, arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Herman William Gottsponer, age 87, of Moralton, died on Tuesday, February 6th. The rosary will be Monday, 6 to 6.30, followed by visitation at Harris Funeral Home in Moralton. Funeral Mass will be Tuesday, February 13th, 10 a.m. at Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Moralton, with Father Jack Harris, Father Stephen Hart, and Deacon Steve Mallett officiating. Burial will be at Sacred Heart Cemetery in Moralton, with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home. Nawana Ruth Kendrick, age 86, of Moralton, died on Tuesday, February 7th. She was a member of First Baptist Church of Moralton, retired receptionist of U.S. Bank in Moralton. She is survived by two sons, Scott Kendrick of Minnesota and Greg Kendrick of Moralton, two sisters and many nieces and nephews. Funeral service for Nawana Ruth Kendrick will be Saturday, February 10th, 2 p.m. at the Harris Chapel with Clark Lewis officiating. Burial will be at Atkins City Cemetery with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends and family from 1 to 2 Saturday prior to the service. In lieu of flowers, donations may be made to the First Baptist Church of Moralton for debt reduction. Bill Matthews, age 78, of Moralton, died on Friday, February 2nd. The memorial service and visitation will be at First Baptist Church, Saturday, February 10th, from 2 to 4. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Michael Mike Joseph McNally, age 69, of Y Mountain, died on Wednesday, February 7th. An avid outdoorsman, he survived by his wife of 46 years, Sherry McNally, daughter Jessica McCoy, daughter Lauren Jones, son Hunter McNally, four grandchildren, one great-granddaughter, and three sisters, among others. Memorial service for Michael Mike Joseph McNally will be held Saturday, February 10th, 11 a.m. at Harris Funeral Home in Moralton. The immediate family will receive guests from 10.15 to 11 a.m., just prior to the service. They will also welcome friends and family after the service at Lauren's home at number 42 Parker Lane in Houston. Now 735. It's cloudy and 54 at the KVOM studios. 
Today we'll get up to 70 with gusty winds and cloudy skies. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736, cloudy and 54 at the KVOM studios. The University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton has announced a number of activities that is planned for the April 8th Great North American Total Solar Eclipse. Public Relations Director Mary Clark says... The college will be hosting NASA astrophysicist Dr. Amber Strawn for a public speaking engagement on Friday, April 5th at 9.30 a.m. at Moralton High School's Devil Dog Arena. This is an event we are inviting public schools to around the area, the region, and we are also inviting the public. Uh, we'll actually be distributing Eclipse glasses that day free, um, And but we are uh, looking forward to her uh, presentation. She will uh, be here the whole weekend of the Eclipse, and she's kind of kicking off everything with the event here in Moralton. Dr. Strawn is a native of Bee Branch and currently works at NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center, where she serves as the Deputy Project Scientist for the James Webb Space Telescope. Her presentation is sponsored by Pettyjean State Bank. The college also has a number of activities scheduled for the day of the eclipse. From 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Monday, April 8th, Clark says UACCM will have over 600 designated parking view-only sites available for $100 each. That includes a parking and also two meal tickets to our on-campus Timberwolf Grill. And then we also will be giving all the passengers in the vehicles the Eclipse classes. Those are NASA approved. And we will um, be having a lot of lawn games and activities. Um, We have been working with the UALR um, Space Grant Consortium, which is an affiliate of NASA. And they've given us a lot of great activities for not only fun activities, but for educational activities uh, for the Eclipse for children and and adults. For more information on the Eclipse events being hosted by UACCM, visit uaccm.edu slash eclipse. A Conway police officer involved in a November 2023 shooting that resulted in the death of a 78-year-old man will not face charges in the case. According to the Conway Police Department, the prosecuting attorney's office found the use of force was justified under Arkansas law and no criminal charges will be filed against the officer. The shooting happened November 20th as Conway police served a search warrant at the home of Alan Siebert on Old Moralton Highway for child sexual abuse materials. As officers were attempting to make entry into the home, they allegedly encountered Siebert armed with a shotgun. This incident led to the officer firing at Siebert from the doorway, striking him in the chest. Siebert was transported to a local hospital where he was later pronounced dead. The Conway Police Department requested the Arkansas State Police investigate the shooting, and upon conclusion of their investigation, the file was provided to the prosecuting attorney's office for review. Arkansas has enjoyed some spring-like afternoon high temperatures of late, but forecasters say the cold weather isn't all behind us, despite what the groundhog predicted a week ago. Dylan Cooper with the National Weather Service says there's still plenty of winter left. 
we're not done with winter yet. It, it is still early February. We've got uh, the rest of February to go, and then March, some of our bigger snowstorms in the state have actually happened in the month of March. So uh, safe bet to say we're not done with winter yet. Again, we've got this mild stretch, and some of the models are indicating that we will see uh, more seasonably cold air move back into the area uh, during the last half of February. Uh, there's no signal yet, though, that this is going to be another Arctic air mass. So as far as cold snap, sure, I think that we, we should trend back towards where we normally would be temperature-wise. Another unseasonably warm day is in the forecast today, with afternoon highs reaching near 70. The weekend brings rain and a high in the low 60s Saturday and the low 50s on Sunday. A marijuana industry and patient group has resubmitted language to the Attorney General for a ballot measure to expand access to medical cannabis in Arkansas. According to Arkansas Advocate, Arkansans for Patient Access submitted a new version of the Arkansas Medical Cannabis Amendment of 2024 to Attorney General Tim Griffin this week. Griffin rejected the first version of the amendment due to ambiguities and misleading language. The proposed ballot measure would make it legal for patients to grow cannabis at their homes, expand who can certify patients, and expand the criteria for approving patients. The proposal would also create a recreational cannabis trigger law, permitting adults to possess up to an ounce of cannabis if the federal government removes marijuana from the controlled substances list or if marijuana possession is no longer a federal crime. It would also amend Amendment 5 of the Arkansas Constitution to prohibit the General Assembly from making changes to constitutional amendments without a vote of the people. If the proposal is approved by Griffin, the group would have until July 5th to collect 90,704 signatures from registered voters to qualify for the ballot. Now 741, let's check markets with Kirsten Craddy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, stocks are off to a strong start in February with the S&P 500 higher by roughly 3% month to date and the Nasdaq up about 4%. Since 1946, the S&P 500 has been positive roughly 50% of the time in February, the second lowest behind September. Additionally, the average return in the S&P 500 since 1946 for the month of February has been a lousy negative 0.3%, also the second lowest behind September. Stocks have recently been supported by strong corporate earnings within the large-cap technology space and incoming data that suggests the U.S. economy remains in good shape. In the years that February has seen positive returns, the S&P 500 has finished higher for the calendar year about 85% of the time, with an average return of roughly 15%. We certainly have a long way to go before month end, and there's no guarantee that history would repeat itself should stocks hold on to the gain in February. Additionally, we believe fundamental factors, not the calendar, drive market returns. Nonetheless, history suggests that investors could have reason for optimism should stocks hold on their gains for the month. The Dow closed at 38,726 and was up 48 points. NASDAQ closed at 15,793 and was up 37 points. Volume was heavy as 9 million shares traded hands on the big board. AT&T was down 51 cents at $16.82. Bank of America was down 6 cents at $33.12. Darren Company was down 12 cents at $385.83. Entergy Corporation was down 23 cents at $97.40. Under Armour was down 2 cents at $7.46. 
Simmons Bank was down nine cents at seventeen dollars and sixty-eight cents. Regions Financial was up five cents at seventeen dollars and eighty-nine cents. Southwestern Energy was up eight cents at six dollars and forty-eight cents. Tyson's Food was up three cents at fifty-three dollars and ninety-seven cents. Walmart was down one cent at one hundred and sixty-nine dollars and thirty-seven cents. Live Ramp was up ninety-nine cents at forty-one dollars and ninety-six cents. Interpublic Group was down forty-four cents at thirty-one dollars and eighty cents. Nextera Energy was down nine cents at fifty-six dollars and twenty-nine cents. Natural Gas was down nine cents at one dollar and eighty-seven cents. Precious metals were mixed today, with gold being down $2.70 at $2,049, and silver was up $0.30 cents at $22.66. I'm Kirsten Craddy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, downtown Marlton. Taking a look at our community calendar, Petty Jean State Park will host its annual Hikes, Hearts, and Hugs weekend today through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. each day. With guided trail hikes and interpretive programs geared toward couples, you can contact the park for a complete schedule of activities. DAV Chapter 13 in Moralton will distribute free food boxes to veterans on a first-come, first-served basis today from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the DAV Service Office parking lot, 206 Maple Street in Moralton. The Conway County Administrative Fire Board will meet this afternoon at 2 at the courthouse in Moralton. Perfectly Love Transitional Living Center is holding a Recovery Sweetheart Dance tonight from 6 until 10 at Mather Lodge on Pettigene Mountain. The event includes dinner and dancing, door prizes and a raffle, and tickets are $25 each. The logic and accuracy testing on the voting machines in Conway County for the upcoming March 5th primary election will be held Saturday morning at 8 at the Conway County Election Commission Annex, 212B East Railroad Avenue in Moralton. The regular monthly meeting of the Nathan G. Gordon American Legion and Auxiliary Post 39 family will be held Saturday morning at 10 at the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce office in downtown Moralton. American Legion Department of Arkansas Commander Marie Wilbanks will be the special guest. Knights of Columbus Council 6680 in New Dixie is sponsoring an all-you-can-eat spaghetti and sausage supper Saturday, 4 to 7 p.m. at St. Boniface Parish Hall in New Dixie. Meals are $15 for adults, $7 for kids. Family Life Worship Center, Highway 9 in Moralton, is having a Valentine's banquet Saturday night at 5 at the Church Fellowship Hall. They'll serve your choice of spaghetti, lasagna, or chicken alfredo, and all the trimmings with dessert and drinks. There will also be special entertainment. Tickets are $10 in advance, $12.50 at the door. The Ignite Youth Group will serve as waiters and waitresses, and all funds will help send the teens and children to camp this summer. And First Baptist Church of Center Ridge will hold its annual Valentine's banquet and dessert auction. Saturday, starting at 5. The theme is Let's Make a Deal, complete with the game show host and prizes. Tickets are $15 a person. Free child care is available. And if you need more information, call 501-920-7922. Coming up on Monday, Moralton High School will hold its annual financial aid night for MHS seniors and guardians. It'll be Monday, 4 to 6 in the school cafeteria. The Menifee Town Council will have a special called meeting Monday at 5.30 at Menifee Town Hall to discuss a waterline replacement project. And the Perry County Cooperative Extension Service is hosting a private pesticide applicator certification training Monday night at 6 at First Electric in Perryville. There is a $20 fee payable at the door. And for more information, you can call the Extension Office at 501-889-2661. 
Well, I know you get a lot of requests each day to download apps to your phone. That's some valuable real estate there, isn't it? So hopefully the apps that you download are bringing you some value and, well, aren't spying on you. Well, here's one that checks both of those boxes, the EAB Media app. It's one place where you can find great radio stations from around the state, including this one, along with links to video streams of Friday Night Football and great podcasts like the KVOM Newswatch podcast which is published each weekday and brought to you by Pettyjean State Bank. Download the EAB Media app today from the App Store or Google Play. 748. It's cloudy and 54 at the KVOM Studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we'll visit with Alicia Hugan from the Conway County Extension Service. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVOM's News Watch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Marlton's senior high basketball teams wrap up their regular season with games at Dardanelle tonight. The girls team has already secured a co-championship in the 4A4 conference and can win it outright with a win in this one. The boys team needs a win to clinch a share of the conference title with Subiaco. Girls game schedule start at 6 p.m. Boys game to follow. Sacred Heart plays host to St. Joseph tonight for Senior Night in Marlton. The Senior Night ceremony starts at 5.15 p.m. Girls game scheduled tip at 6 p.m. Followed by the boys game. And we'll have the broadcast of those games for you live on 101.7 KVOM online at kvom.com and on the EAB Media Group app. And you can hear from both Marlton coaches, Karen McNabb and Keith Zachary, as well as the two Sacred Heart coaches, Kyle Duvall and Ben McBride, and our High school basketball coaches shows starting at 3 o'clock this afternoon on KVOM. Wonderview's senior high teams play host to Westside Greer's Ferry tonight for their regular season finale. Girls game scheduled for 6 p.m. Boys game to follow. Nemo Vista wraps up its regular season tonight. Games at home against Western Yale County. Senior girls play at 5 p.m. followed by senior boys. The Arkansas women's basketball team took a 10-point lead into the fourth quarter but could not close things out at Florida, dropping Thursday's game to the Gators 85-81. Razorbacks are now 17-8 overall, 5-5 in the Southeastern Conference, and they'll play at Tennessee on Monday. The Arkansas men's team is back in action Saturday with a game against Georgia in Bud Walton Arena. Tip-off scheduled at 4 5 p.m. The 12th-ranked Arkansas Razorback softball team cruised to an opening day sweep on Thursday, defeating Marshall 10-3 before downing host Florida Atlantic 8-0 in five innings and the nightcap. Razorbacks played three more games in Boca Raton, Florida this weekend. The Arkansas baseball team opens its season next Friday against James Madison. Diamond Hogs are a consensus preseason top-five team nationally and have been picked by the league coaches to win the Southeastern Conference. University of Central Arkansas women's basketball team lost to Florida Gulf Coast 65-43 on Thursday. Marlton's Cheyenne Kemp played five minutes and scored two points on a pair of free throws for the Sugar Bears who fall to 8-2 in the A-Sun. Take a look at weather now on this Friday morning. And our low temperature this morning was 49 degrees. High yesterday was 66. 
a year ago today. The low was 42. The high was 63. Now, in the last 24 hours at KVOM, we're still at 10.08 inches for the year. Our sunset this evening is at 546. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 703. And forecast calls that patchy fog continuing this morning, mainly before 9 a.m. Otherwise, a mostly cloudy day. High near 70 degrees. 40% chance of showers tonight. Low around 52. 40% tomorrow during the day with a high near 61. Then a little bit cooler. Low 50s for the high on Sunday. Increasing rain chances. 80% by the afternoon and through Sunday night. Right now, we've got fog and clouds and 55 degrees in Marlton at 7.53 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Approaching 757 now on KVOM. We're going on our close-up interview this morning by Alicia Hugan of the Conway County Cooperative Extension Service. And good morning to you, Alicia. Good morning. It is good to catch up with you again and talking some 4-H stuff, uh, of course, and uh, into the new year and have uh, some competitions uh, scheduled coming up I guess that's right yes our first competition of the year will be kicking off on Saturday March the 2nd and that will be our 4-H performing arts which consists of vocal competitions dance and instrumental and we will also be hosting our fashion review competition that day as well so again that deadline to register is coming up the end of this month which will be February the 26th and again those competitions will start on March 2nd so we're looking forward to that event and you know big thanks to UACCM we're going to be using their fine arts auditorium again this year so that's always a great you know venue for our 4-H'ers to actually get up on a stage and perform so that's pretty awesome and then we'll be having additional competitions all throughout the spring to get us ready um, for our district competition which will be in June so again we have all of our county competitions scheduled so we're looking forward to those events all right and uh, what about the uh, the poultry chain yes working on that already yes that's right so um we got the announcement that this year the 4-h and ffa um, poultry chain birds will be the highline browns so we're super excited that we're getting brown birds again this year they lay the brown eggs which is everyone's favorite so that order deadline is going to be march 1st for our county so again all those 4-h and ffa members out there that's listening and would like to get um, some poultry chain birds to show at the county fair or you can even show them at the state fair um, but definitely the county fair either give me a call or give your ag teacher a call so we can get you guys signed up okay all right and again that number again at the office our office number is 977-2146 okay and uh you can tell me about uh grant 
writing workshop you're putting on? Yes, yeah, we're super excited. Um, we're working with the Conway County Community Foundation to host a grant writing workshop, and it's going to be for nonprofits and community-based organizations. Um, one of our extension, extension specialists out of our state office in Little Rock, Dr. Hunter Goodman, she's going to be coming up and conducting this workshop for us. So again, this is a great thing for our community and all those nonprofits and organizations here in Conway County. And that will be taking place on Friday, April the 12th. And that will be at the Chamber of Commerce. We'll start at 930 that morning and wrap up around three o'clock that afternoon. Okay. All right. Very important. Very yes. uh, valuable. A lot of folks uh, can take yeah. advantage of that. Certainly. Absolutely. And uh, got some uh, dates to remind us of. Uh, Kevin and, and Shannon both have some big events. Yes. Um, Shannon with Best Care is coming up in a couple Saturdays. So registration for Best Care is going to be February 16th and that class will actually be taking place on February 24th which is a Saturday. So give us a call at the Extension Office for more details. Um, all this information can you know be found on our um, Facebook page as well as the local newspaper and I know you guys have been running some stuff as well. So again, um, feel free to give us a call. A couple other things that's coming up is the Beef Cattle Conference that will be on February the 20th. The rice production meeting will be February 28th. And our next pesticide applicator training will be on March the 5th. All right. So a lot of, a lot of important stuff coming yeah, up. So absolutely. Uh, mark your calendars and be, be ready for, for all that. Yes. And anything else for us this morning, Alicia? Not that I can think of. All right. Well, we thank you so much again, Alicia Hugan with Common County Extinction Service and 4-H joining us this morning. Thank you. Broking at 01 now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.